0: I've lost my excuse not to do it when there's double unders in the workout. So I will eventually lose the excuse not to do it when there's small walks. And I think one of the things I really enjoy about Triforce in particular is a lot of the members work on their weaknesses. And so if you're in there at any point in time, there's a lot of people afterwards. You're like, hey, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to work on that. I think you guys have done a really good job of kind of setting the tone of like it's It's good to continually focus on the things that you want to get better on.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Davis here with my wife, Megan Davis, and we are your hosts for the My Blank Fitness Journey podcast. During this podcast, we will reveal the secrets that we have used to help our community become more healthy, fit, and confident, and also hear from some amazing people in our community as they fill in the blank and tell us about their fitness journey. Listen in and be ready to be inspired by our guests who, just like you, are superheroes as we dive into their origin story. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of My Blank Fitness Journey podcast, uh, where we are going to be interviewing Kelly today, uh, one of our amazing members at Triforce I'm really excited to have her on um, but before that Megan and I are gonna chat a little bit about what's going on with us and our fitness right now um, and Megan's going to give you guys an awesome nutrition tip before we get to it so um, right now our main focus right is Megan doing, uh, CrossFit quarterfinals. So she got done with individual quarterfinals already and is getting ready to hop into her age group quarterfinals. It's basically just the next step in her CrossFit season. And so, uh, yeah, Megan, tell us a little bit about how that's going for you, uh, what you're excited about, what you're nervous about all those things.
2: Yeah. Um, it's been really fun. Uh, it's definitely one of those things that I think CrossFit has done to make it uh, fun to compete and test your fitness in the open because if you're looking to compare um, you know your progress from last year sometimes mm-hmm. the you know the first three workouts from the open feel like it's not enough right you want to have a little bit more complete test. so the quarterfinals is a fun way to be able to do that and um, I would say that it's really shown me areas that I've improved and then areas that I still need a lot of work and Um, I think it's been just a really good process to, you know, have that have that testing and retesting. So um, we've been able to train together, meet up with a couple other people that are doing it and learn, uh, you know, skills, new skills, learn how to be more efficient at skills to get a little bit better at them um, and just be okay with trying to push myself a little bit more. So it's been fun.
1: Yeah, it's been super cool getting to see how far you've been able to push yourself. And um, just like, for example, watching you do handstand walks yesterday, that's a hard skill. And um, seeing the progress that you're making, and that is, I mean, it's super fun for me um, because I don't have to put in the work to get the results. You do all the work and I just get to enjoy watching you do it. So I'm super proud of how you've done. That's, you're doing great.
2: Thanks. I appreciate it because it is when you're pushing yourself into like, you know, to go a little bit more a little bit faster or do a a new skill that you haven't really done as much it you've it's very vulnerable place, right? You're like, Oh, man, this is hard. I'm really bad at this. So it has been really good to have you and you know, other coaches and other members and things like that there to help encourage me along the way.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, Megan, can you give us our nutrition tip for the week?
2: Yeah. Um, So, what we've been focusing on is um, our plates, actually. So, it's, you know, we're looking at our plate and trying to focus on balance. So, not only does this help you with, um, you know, thinking about making a meal plan for the week or when you're at a a restaurant trying to figure out how to, you know, order something that's going to help you you know, not only like your meal that you get, but then also help you stick with your goals and not feel like you're totally off because you're at a restaurant or eating out with friends. Um, Or just as simple as like packing your lunch in the morning, you're, you know, in a rush, what do I put in my lunchbox so that I feel full and satisfied. So it's called the plate method or the healthy plate. um, And it works really well with a lot of different eating styles. So we like it because it's pretty sustainable. And I think that's something that we're all looking for, right? And um, the basic premise is that half of your plate should be some type of non-starchy vegetable and fruit. So you're looking for lots of colors and textures, and these are your volume foods. So you can eat a lot of them for very few calories. So one of those things that helps you feel full. The other side of your plate, since that's half of your plate, the other side of your plate is split between uh, a lean protein source. You're looking for something, you're aiming for like less processed items and less red meat there. So things like Um, fish and, you know, chicken and turkey and lean ground beef, things like that. Um, And then the other fourth of your plate is some type of complex carb or like a whole grain um, item. So, you know, it can be something like, you know, oatmeal or it can be, you know, brown rice or sweet potato. It can be something kind of simple there. If, you know, we have people who are watching their carbohydrates, so they'll take that section where the carbs are and they'll replace that with a healthy fat like avocado or nuts or something like that. And um, you know, so it works really well for them. And I think another thing that makes it sustainable is um, your whole family can use it. So, you know, I know like when we're making the plan with the kids and we ask them, okay, what do you want as your you know vegetable? And they let us know. And that way they're kind of on board with us during the week as we're eating meals. Um, And, you know, we're all feeling really good after we finish our meal because we've gotten a balance between our types of macros, like our proteins, carbs and fats, as well as, you know, foods that help us feel full like those volume foods. So, um, yeah. And, you know, as we're going through it is, you know, we're looking for ways to make our plates more balanced. It's not going to be perfect. Right. Uh, And so I think that like most people in our gym right now are looking for one way that they can. Uh, make their plate look a little bit more balanced. So like I know our kids CrossFit class was talking about adding one fruit to their snack before they came to CrossFit. So, um, you know, just looking at that plate and thinking about, okay, what's one, one thing that I can add to my plate to make it a little bit more balanced this week. And, you know, that can be at one meal even. So starting small, starting with one thing um, that is, yeah, what we're focusing on is that balanced plate.
1: I think that's super cool. Um, It is, literally the easiest thing to fall back on whenever you're trying to make decisions about your meal. Um, we can get really granular and we can get really specific on things, but literally if your plate looks like this, half vegetables, quarter protein, quarter carb, like that's super basic and super easy to fall back on. So, um, that's, that's kind of our go-to if we're like feeling out of whack and you don't have to measure things, you don't have to get into, um, logging things for that. It is just very, very straightforward and literally you can glance at your plate and see it. So, um, thanks for sharing that tip. That's awesome. Yeah. So today we are interviewing, uh, one of our favorite people, um, Miss Kelly. She has been at our gym, Triforce CrossFit, for three years. Um, Kelly has participated in all kinds of our programs. Uh, Mm -hmm. She is um, a longstanding nutrition client with Megan. She's been CrossFitting all three years. Um, One of my favorite things about Kelly is that she is not afraid to work hard. She pushes herself every single time that she's at the gym. Um, She puts in extra work. She also um, pushes her family to be healthy too. So uh, at one point or another, all of her family has been in the gym, working out with her. Uh, Right now she's got her husband and uh, son in there. So it's, um, it's just really cool seeing that Kelly is not just faithful to working out herself, but is also, um, an advocate for her family's health. So, um, Kelly, thanks for coming on. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Awesome. So, um, this is my blank fitness journey. And, uh, so what I like to hear first is like, what's your blank? What's, uh, what's the, the word that describes your fitness journey so far?
0: Um, my finished journey with CrossFit has been more like learning all the things that I need to get better at, um, and figuring out which one I wanted to work on first, right? It's, there's so many options for me. And so when I think about it, it's more like, there's just like an infinite number of possibilities of things that I could just go in and, and do at any one point in time. It definitely is never boring.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And, um, one thing I didn't mention is that Kelly has her level one certification for CrossFit and she is doing open gym right now on Sundays for us. So she's um, coming in and playing herself and learning, but she's also helping our athletes out as they're preparing for competitions. And that's, um, that's, I know that our members have been really excited to have you. So we appreciate you.
0: Yeah. It's been, it's been fun and not something I think I ever thought I would have done in my lifetime. Cause I work in finance with numbers, but this was not something in my wheelhouse, but it's been um, it's been really fun, especially to see all the people who are interested in coming in. Um, we're all training for some competition or another. There's two or three of them coming up, right? And so it's fun to be able to watch them and help them improve and strategize on how they want to tackle the workout. For sure.
1: Yeah, so um, I guess... Tell us a little bit about what brought you into Triforce or what got you interested in in trying CrossFit in the beginning.
0: Um, you know, I've done a lot of different sports. When I was growing up, I played tennis. I coached tennis when I was in college. Um, when I got out of college, I was running. And what I noticed is they were kind of all monotonous to me. Right? Uh, I could run, I could run for a really long time, but it gets a little bit monotonous and it wasn't really a well-rounded fitness journey. Um, and so one of the things that I was looking for was something that was a group activity because I'm not so good at working out on my own. I found over the years, um, but wasn't just getting up every Saturday morning and running with a group of people. And that was all I did. Um, and so I had a couple of people who have done CrossFit in their lives that had kind of encouraged me and I dropped in, um, at the location and it was something that felt a little bit safer for me to join. Um, you know, I think a lot of people start CrossFit and and it's, it's a big leap for someone who hasn't been doing all of the different movements that you do in CrossFit. And so um, it was really for me jumping in and being able to do something that had a combination of activities across, you know, cardio versus weightlifting, et cetera, because I needed more than just the things I was doing, but in a group setting that was encouraging for me and social in many aspects. Mm. Yeah.
2: That's true. Um, I, I didn't realize that you had a uh, coach tennis as well. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so tell us uh, a little bit more about how you set goals for yourself. Cause that's something about you that always inspires me. Yeah.
0: So um, what I've learned about myself is I'm not so good at, long, at staying towards long-term goals unless I have inter- iterative kind of midterm goals in between them. And so, I you know we've talked about this a lot in kind of our nutrition coaching conversations that sometimes end up being like goal-setting conversations for, for us as I tend to think through things of like, what's the next event or next thing coming up that gives me something to work towards? Um, You know, I set goals in almost every aspect of my life, work, family, fitness, financials, right? Um, What I find for me specifically with my fitness and health goals is if I have something coming up that's maybe a month, two months, three months out at most, it's easy for me to see something on the horizon that I'm working towards, so that there's kind of an, an end goal, right? I think mm-hmm. for, for things like fitness and health, that's really forever. Right. And so it's a forever goal in many ways, but I think about my goals almost on a quarterly basis and try and figure out how do I want to tackle them so that they stay fresh and new. And then it's kind of a box, if you will, that I know that I'm working towards checking because sometimes for me, goals are, are, are lofty and nebulous and don't always have a box you can check. But if I can align something to it, it makes it a lot easier for me to work on as well.
1: Yeah, that's, I think that's great. And, um, you know, it's, it's almost like we could fill in your blank with like gamified, uh, fitness journey. Cause it sounds like that's really what you're looking for is you're looking for an opportunity to, um, have this achievement that you hit, you know, like, um, I think that's one of the, they talk about this in like video games or even on your phone with, uh, you know, or your watch with the rings and stuff, like having that thing that is right in front of you that you can achieve. And then you get a, like a little ding, it buzzes you good job. You closed your rings. Um, that helps a ton of people. And it sounds like for you, CrossFit has been able to do that because there's competitions or, um, I know for you, I've gotten to watch you level up a lot. So you have these different little, um, milestones that you're looking to achieve. And then I see you post on Facebook. Hey, I leveled up and that's, that's been super fun for us to watch. Yeah. It's uh
0: a it's fun for me because there's I I like the competition aspect of it because it gives me an event to work towards and a so and something social and and I tend towards team competitions as opposed to individual competitions because I like how it, kind of the the team aspect of it and helping and working with others, um, but like on a more personal level, it's like there's all these things. I think when I started when I started the Sunday activity, I was like, let me just put a list of everything that I'm. That I'm not so good at that I could be better at, right? Like there's things that as an athlete, you're naturally good at, right? Like I can lift some pretty decently heavy weights, and that's probably a little bit more natural to me. But all of the like gymnastics activities, they're not my, they're just not in my wheelhouse. And so it it was almost like exciting to say, like, here's all the things I'm kind of not good at, um, that I could be working on and just set aside like. Let me just pick one at a time, and the hardest part is picking which one I want to work on because I really want to work on all of them. But I found that if I can just pick one and just you know a handful of days a week, that's the thing I focus on. You really like I, I, it amazes me how much I've been able to progress on some things that I thought, wow, well, I may I might not ever be able to do that, right? Like I, it's taken me a long time to be able to figure out how to do double unders, for example, but like it just took practice after practice after practice. And it's not something that like you can't do at any age in your life. It's just a matter of whether that's something you want to spend time learning. Um, and so it's been really fun for me just to, to kind of make a list of like, what do I want to work on and, and decide what I want to work on every day.
1: Yeah, the, uh, just something for our listeners to think about. Like what Kelly's saying is, is she's attacking her weaknesses. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. Um, and we're speaking specifically about fitness right now. But think about the things that you're really good at. Like those are the things that you'll probably continue to be good at. And while they're fun to, it's, it's fun. If Kelly, I know that Kelly is super strong. So I'm sure it is fun on deadlift day for her to come in and just lift some beast <laughs> mode weight. But what she's saying is like, It's also fun to list out these things. I know I need to do this, 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 and this, if I want to improve as a well-rounded athlete. And she's going in and she's actually attacking those things. And it's, um, there's at some point there's diminishing returns on working on your strengths. While uh, there is this like quick, usually there's a quick adjustment that you can make to your weaknesses and notice a lot of progress. So, uh, you know, she can spend five weeks working on her double unders and start noticing a big difference or gymnastics movement or whatever it is. And that's something that I think that we can all take away is like, if we're all willing to be a little introspective and not just say, hey, I'm really good at X, I'm going to keep working on X. Well, what about Y and Z? Those are probably the things that we can all um, take some time, think about and address and notice the biggest improvements in our overall fitness. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's cool too. Like, I know, like you said, you sometimes will set like lofty goals and it's helpful to have those little incremental goals along the way to keep you going. And I think back to when uh, you and Jose wanted to go hiking on your, uh, for your honeymoon mm-hmm. and how you guys prepared and trained for that. Like one, also you're bringing like your family in on it, but like thinking about the way that you set a goal to do like how many, ever I can't remember how many box step ups it was, but, uh, after like each night that you guys were at CrossFit and like, um, and how you guys trained for it week over week. And then were able to have so much fun, you know, on your honeymoon because you had done those little, those little incremental goals, you know, and it was something that translated into, you know, something, an experience that you guys got to share together because of that discipline that you put in to work on those things. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, yeah, that one I think was it was a little bit almost like straightforward, like you know you're gonna go hiking. So box step ups is like a thing you can do, and we went out and got vests so we could do weighted box step ups, and it, it's translated into a lot of other things um, for for me. But then like just the things you want to do in life, right? Like because i I'm at CrossFit so frequently, like we just started kind of going to volleyball on um, Saturdays and Sundays with some friends, and it's like you know probably three years ago before I started CrossFit, I probably wouldn't have been so comfortable going, but Mm. now I'm like, well, I'm a pretty good athlete. So if I have to jump and dive for a ball, I'm a little bit more comfortable than I might've been. So it also translates like for me into other activities that I can do and enjoy that I probably wouldn't have enjoyed quite the same as I do now, because I can go out I can just do them. It's not it's not the same. Like we were, we were doing yard work the other day and it was like, man, this is actually fun. And it's, it's easy as opposed to, you know, of you, years ago, I'm like, okay, I need the whole day because I'm going to have to recover the next day from doing all these things. And it was like, you know, no big deal. I can go grab the 40 pound bag of dirt from the back of the car and carry it across the yard. It isn't a big deal. And so it's, it's amazing to me, like just the things that you're, that we do in the gym, how much it makes life more enjoyable because all the things I'm doing in life are so much easier.
2: That's good. I, um, what were you gonna say, Chris? For it. Um, I was going to see if, uh, you could tell us a little bit more about your experience with, uh, with, Triforce during COVID. So, because I know that that was one of the times that we got to see more of your family, uh, was specifically during COVID, which was a hard time. So, I wanted to hear a little bit more about that.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, COVID was super, it was hard because I was so used to being not in the house at all. I worked full time from an office. Um, so, it took a little bit to kind of get used to being home all the time. We had already had some gym equipment in our garage, so it was a fairly easy transition when we went to Zoom and doing um, doing those things. But I think the best part about it was it helped our kids get a little bit more comfortable in doing it with us. Sometimes they would hang off to the sides who couldn't see them in Zoom because they were still learning and, and doing that. But for us, it almost gave us an activity to do as a family that made everyone a little bit more comfortable in doing. And even now they use the garage still, um, to work That's out well. sometimes. So in times when they can't come with us, and know, you know, Chris mentioned one of our sons is coming with us now and he's really enjoying it. But even so, um, you know, Bella, our daughter, she'll go out to the garage occasionally and, and do workouts because she's been to all the zoom classes with us that she knows what she's doing. Um, you know, we were doing yoga for a little while in the mornings and it, it, made the day so much more peaceful and there were points in time where really like all seven of us would be out there in the morning doing yoga we actually ran out of room um and so it was a fun way to just have activity with the kids but it really kept us engaged and honestly I think it helps it easier for me to even just stay on track for myself yeah um if we hadn't had the the Zoom and all of those activities, I doubt that I would have done anything. Um, yeah. And for me, that's 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 the social and community aspect that I like so much about it. Even if it was on video, I was seeing people I knew. We were laughing and joking, and you were still still doing the same thing you would do in the gym, where you're kind of sort of poking at each other, pushing each other a little bit harder. Um, I think it. it it wouldn't have been the same. Like for me, I I actually lost a lot of weight over COVID just from working out. And I think had we not had those opportunities and had you all not made such an effort to make those opportunities for us, it probably would have been the other way around for me because I probably would have yeah. been sitting around doing nothing.
2: I think it gave us a reason as well. Like knowing that you guys, you know, we're going to be on there. It's like, okay, let's keep it up. Like, this is hard. It's different than like, how it has been in the past. You know, it's not the same as doing class together, but it's like, like you said, that kind of social aspect of it was like we missed seeing everyone and we knew that like you guys were expecting us to be on there the same way like we were expecting you to be on there. So it was super helpful, I think, for thriving during COVID. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It made it, it made it fun. The
0: other thing that I realized out of it is, you know, not everybody has the equipment at home. Yeah. I know you guys were super generous in letting a lot of people borrow some of the equipment and that was super helpful, but there's only so much space people have and there were people who were doing it in their living rooms, right? So you're obviously yeah. not going to take a barbell and lift it in your <laughs> living room and a lot of people don't have that. But the other thing that was really helpful with it is it helps you realize like you kind of can use anything and you really don't need as much as you think you need to get in a really hard workout. Like some of those workouts, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not... I'm not actually lifting anything super heavy, but I'm like really exhausted. So I think the other piece of it is making helping you realize like, we kind of don't have that much of an excuse during COVID not to get in a really good workout because you can still do a lot with very little
2: for sure. It's true.
1: And I think that that's a good encouragement to everybody is even now that, you know, hopefully the pandemic is winding down, or whatever, we're getting back to a more normal life. Uh, there's always opportunity to get a workout in like if you can get it in during COVID when we all had to stay in our houses with what we had with who we had and you know you guys were doing workouts on zoom and uh, doing yoga and like getting everything in like there is literally there's no excuse to be like oh I'm traveling I can't work out I'm like dude you have a like, if you've got a body you can move it you know and get yeah. some exercise in
0: unfortunately i have no excuse not to do burpees because i don't have any equipment although <laughs> that might be the one movement i would love to have an excuse for but yeah you don't need anything to do that for sure
1: oh man burpees i, <laughs> I need to do some of those today maybe um so kelly one question that we like to ask everybody on here is um let me back up. Uh, part of this podcast, our goal is to like highlight you guys as um, not just people, but as superheroes. Um, because, like, I mean, it's kind of you're telling us our, your origin story. You're on this fitness journey, it's winding, and it's uh, you know, I'm we haven't really talked about it, but I'm I'm sure it has its ups and downs. Um, it's not all straightforward, linear progress. Um, but along with that, like you. I'm convinced everybody has superpowers. So um, what is one real world superpower you would say that you have? Mm.
0: Real world superpower that I have. Um, I don't know that I had it before I started CrossFit, but I think CrossFit has helped me learn that like, I, I don't give up. Like there's There's always, you may have to, you may have to slow it down and pace yourself differently, but I think it's helped me learn, like, I'm a pretty good at persevering through some things and I don't give up no matter what. You're still going to finish the workout, even if it takes forever.
1: Yeah. Perseverance is a huge, I mean, that's an amazing superpower to have because (laughs) there's going to be workouts. Uh, we've got Memorial day Murph coming up and it's like, For most people, it's this is the workout. It's going to take a while. Like, let's get to it. Let's get in there. Let's grind. Um, And the fact that you've been willing to do that every workout along the way, it makes those longer, harder workouts just another day. And um, I know that that is not just in workouts either, right? You're a persevering person, and hopefully, you know, the time that you are spending in the gym under these tension filled burpees and like, <laughs> you know, just like the these workouts where you're like, I, I'm going to finish it. Hopefully that's having an impact on the rest of your life. And you're seeing, okay, well, if I can do if I can do a hundred burpees, then I can sit through this Zoom meeting with, you know, at work or you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. I was noticing it the other day. I think we had a workout this week where you we had to do deadlifts and push-ups. As we've discussed, I can do a deadlift. That's not a problem. Push-ups are not necessarily my strength, right? And so when you look at the workout, I think sometimes you have, and people tend to do the lower level because maybe they're afraid that they won't finish, or they might not, you know be slower than other people. And for me, it was like, well, heck I could do this deadlift weight really easily. And no matter which level I decide to do, I still have to do the same number of push-ups. So I might as well push myself and do a little bit harder. And you realize that like, even though I might be last, it was okay because I got a workout that made me stronger. Right. And so when I think about like persevering, sometimes it's not necessarily about Finishing the entire workout, but just kind of competing with myself at times to know that I need to push myself harder. And I think when you think about that and how it translates to life, right? Life is a journey. It's not. It's not that 15 minute workout. And so, learning how to kind of push yourself through, knowing you're going to finish this, you'll finish other things. I think it helps you be a lot more resilient as you go through life. To know like times get tough at certain points and if you can push through the workout, you can push through whatever obstacle you've got going on in the rest of your life. It's also temporary.
1: Yeah. I mean, being at the top of a family of seven, I'm sure that there are some <laughs> trying times where you have to persevere, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so as a, uh, As we're wrapping up, um, I think that I'd love to hear a little bit more about where you see your fitness journey heading um, in the next, like you talked about, like you don't like... I'm not gonna say like, where would you like to end up at the end? Because there is no end. Yeah. Um, you, you've you already discussed how you do a much better job of kind of setting these um, short or medium term goals. So tell us a little bit about um, either one of your next goals or you know like what, what you're shooting for now.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, for me, my long-term goal is to be in just as good a health now as I will be 10, 15, 20 years from now, right? I think that's kind of the, the, the bigger picture. I think for me, how I get there. Um, There's a handful, there's a handful of things that I just kind of want to work on. I, I still have work to do on my double under, so I've made a lot of progress, but I want to work on that some more. Um, I'm still trying to get a pull up. So Jose and I are working on like, Hey, three days a week, we're going to do all of these things and, and try and get there. Um, So when I think about like smaller goals, like the, there's pull-ups I want to get um I'm just trying to work on wall walks wall walks are not there like I said the, the more gymnastics is not necessarily what I'm great at um and so there's a handful of things that I think you're okay like this month I'm going to work on pull-ups it'll probably take me a little bit more than a month to do that but if you get used to doing it, it kind of becomes second nature you know, next month, will I work on wall walks? And then once you know how to do it, and I actually have the confidence to do it, it's programmed enough in the regular workouts that then you can kind of maintain through the workouts, right? Um, I wasn't able to make the workout yesterday that had wall walks, and I was like, I'm going to do them this time. I'm going to do them <laughs> even if I only do three quarters of a wall walk. And so we were talking about we're going to do that workout this weekend because, you um, I want to be in a position where there's never a workout where I'm not comfortable enough trying the movement. And then I kind of make note. And so those are the those are the short-term ones that are kind of like top of mind for me that I want to work on. But I'm sure there'll be another workout next week that I go, oh, I should add this to my list of things that I'm kind of going to focus on. Because to your point, there's things that you're naturally good at. And they're going to come up often enough in the workouts that that will help me maintain them. And the things I want to focus on are the weaknesses that I want to get better so that when I come into all of these workouts, I'm super excited to tackle the whole thing at like full speed.
1: That's great. Uh, And one of the amazing things about CrossFit uh, and specifically at Triforce is that uh, you are kind of preparing for the unknown and the unknowable is that, you know, you don't know what the workout is going to be next week. And Mm -hmm. yeah, there's probably going to be some wall walks in there and you're going to have to do them now. Like you've committed (laughs) to it. So that's that's awesome.
0: (laughs) I've lost my excuse not to do it when there's double unders in the workout. So I will eventually lose the excuse not to do it when there's wall walks. And I think one of the things I really enjoy about Triforce in particular is a lot of the members work on their weaknesses and so if you're in there at any point in time, there's a lot of people afterwards. They're like, hey, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to work on that. I think you guys have done a really good job of kind of setting the, the tone of like, it's it's good to continually focus on the things that you want to get better on. And so I see a lot of people just kind of, hey, there's some people who didn't do GHDs on a regular basis and they were over there and I think... Alyssa was giving them a couple of tips while she was there just saying, Hey, let's get this machine set up, right? Let's give you some tips and techniques. There's a lot of people that I think do a really good job of focusing on working on things that they just need to focus and get a little bit better on because it's, it's new and exciting,
2: right? It's not, it's not work. It's fun. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) I love, I love the focus of that. It's fun. Uh, and that it's yeah, it's it's like I think I mentioned in the beginning, it puts you in a vulnerable spot to do something that you're not good at, right? Uh, but I think if you can have that persevering or that growth mindset that, like, hey, if I focus on these things, like it can be fun. It gives it opens up my definition of fun so that I can have more fun. I think that was something one of our, our other coaches had pointed out, and I thought that was so great. And I see you doing it. And then, like, super thankful that you even you know like you said you because of your own personal perseverance and like desire to work on those skills now like we have an opportunity, a special time set aside at the gym that people can come in and do just that. So it continues that culture of like, it's fun to work on the things that you're not good at. Um, and having that growth mentality that like, I'm not gonna get discouraged by this. I'm going to set those small attainable goals and I'm going to work on focusing on the things I'm progressing in and having fun with it and doing it with friends, like the best way to do it. Right. (laughs) So I love that you've, uh, you know, Open that up so that our members can do that. I think it's great. Yeah.
0: And I think it's a lot of it as a community of the gym that everybody is really encouraging everyone else to work on those things and do better, right? So it is people do get nervous and they get vulnerable, but the atmosphere at Triforce is such that you aren't really because everybody's encouraging you, right? Like they're they're there and cheering you on, even when you don't get the movement right. you're trying to get, right? There's a lot of people working on muscle ups and we all get really excited and we've got the camera out and we're like, it's going to be this time. It's going to be this time. And so while it's vulnerable, I think that people are so excited for each other. Um, it's really, it's really not. It's the community that's helping people kind of move forward in that aspect. For sure. For
2: sure.
1: Great. um All right. So kind of um one last question for you for, Somebody that maybe is nervous about joining Triforce or for whatever reason is on the fence, like 30 second elevator speech on why Triforce is uh, might be a good fit for them and they should try it out.
0: Yeah. Um I, You know, I would say first and foremost, uh, the community of people is fabulous. Right. So. Um, I know that walking into something like CrossFit can be really kind of nervous because you have this expectation that everyone else already knows what they're doing. And they're already really, really great at it. Um, that's never the case in any space, right? There are people at all levels of their, of their journey. Um, and know that walking into that journey, there are people there who were really invested in your success as well. Um, and that you kind of, you have to you start somewhere. Um, and I think, you know, the thing that I like best about Triforce is there is such a variety of skill level across the group that it is very comfortable walking in. I you know I was super nervous when I first walked in cause I didn't know at all what I was doing. I have enough, I have enough experience as an athlete that I, I know what squats are and all those things, but, um, you know, know that a the community cares for you the coaches care for you they're invested in you but that there are people who are at every part of their journey and that you know we start somewhere
1: yeah that's awesome um so you guys heard it from kelly that the community i mean that's something that she's talked about you know over and over again over this this episode is how important it is to have people that you enjoy being around and who are going to push you. But at the same time, like she talked about like it's okay being vulnerable because they're, they're there to encourage you. So, um, if you, uh, resonated or like if this, if this episode resonated with you and if, um, you know, the things that Kelly's saying, or it's like, yeah, like, that sounds great. Like, I would love to help my family understand how to exercise, or I would love to go somewhere where I can, um, come in and, and be accepted for where I'm at. Um, but also be willing to work on those things that I, I know that I need to work on. Um, Drive force might be a great option for you. Um, so, um, Kelly, thank you so much for sharing, for spending your Good Friday with us. Um, Not sure when everybody's listening, but it is Good Friday. So good Friday to you. And um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Kelly. And uh, yeah, any parting words for us?
0: No, I appreciate you guys inviting me. It means a lot for you guys to ask me to do this. So thank you. Um, And, you know, I I, I almost feel like we're just a family. And so... Thank you so much for everything you guys have done for our community. Um, it, It means a lot to me.
1: Thanks for being a part of it. We love you.
2: Yeah, we really do. So thank you.
1: All right, guys, that's it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of My Blank Fitness Journey Podcast. If this story inspired you, make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can check us out at triforcecrossfit.com. Just send us a message and we'd love to help you. See you guys soon on the next episode.